Welcome, everyone, to the L7C podcast, continuing our podcast for Women's History Month. We have Mrs. Carly Marlowe with us today. How are you doing today, ma'am? I'm doing great. How are you doing? I am doing well, thank you. And today, as I said, Women's History Month with these podcasts we've been doing with our women experts talking about uh, women's subjects, Carly is going to be talking about female video game characters and how she feels about them some of the most badass ones so we're just gonna get right into it so carly like what do you like about some of the female characters in like video games well one thing i love is how they are usually typically equal to men they're strong smart very capable of a lot of different things super agile but they also have some of those female characteristics in there such as kind kindness compassion loyalty just so many other good qualities that a lot of women carry what do you not like about like how some women um video game characters are perceived in video games oh they are over sexualized 100 okay. percent. very showy clothes body parts <laughs> okay <laughs> let the minds and imaginations figure out the rest <laughs> <laughs> so just going off of like that do you feel like that's something that should change in the future like why do you think those women are like over sexualized like that in the video games well i do think it should be changed but i also it sounds kind of shitty, but it's appealing. I mean, like even look at the Fortnite characters, like they are slim, thick. Like, mm -hmm. um, So I know it's going to catch the eye of the male audience, which I think is the reason and why they make these female characters so curvaceous and pretty. Um, but I do think they can portray it in other ways, just somebody being or some female video game character being powerful, just a great survivor, just doing anything a man can. Oh, I hear you, I hear you. So with, I guess now, who do you, cause I know you have your list of the baddest like female video game characters. Do most of the people you list fit into that model you just talked about, like being over-sexualized and all that? For the most part, yes. There's a couple on my list that do not, okay. but like 90%. <laughs> so let's get into that list that you set. Now, is this list in order? Like, is this like your number one person, number two? Like, It is not in order. I was just thinking of females who came in mind. As you can see, I'm a huge Resident Evil fan, so I mm -hmm. will have a lot of Resident Evil characters in there, female characters. All right. Well, let's write, let's get right into it. So the first person you have on here is someone I think anyone who's played video games knows, yep. and that is Miss <laughs> Laura Croft. Yes, and that's one of the reasons I put her on here. She's just very, very recognizable. Um, she even has movies. I know Angelina Jolie played her. I'm sure there's some other movies. But um, she's just extremely intelligent. She's an archaeologist. She is super athletic, agile, 
she's strong. She can climb. She climbs mountains and <laughs> jumps off a crazy thing. She's like the female Nathan Drake, I would say. So she's pretty cool. And she has her classic look. We all know her handgun, her holster, her blue top. So she is obviously made attractive. Yeah. <laughs> but she's still very, very much badass. Got you. I got you. So with do you think she's the most recognizable female video game character out there? Honestly, probably. I would say yes. And I know she's been around since the 90s, maybe even late 80s. I'm not sure. She's like I said, she's had movies. I know somebody I have later on my list is a pretty, pretty well recognizable one for the gaming community as well, which would be Ellie from The Last of Us. I think a lot of people who play that game are going to know. But um, I would definitely say Laura Croft is probably the most recognizable female video game character. Awesome, awesome. So let's go into the next one that you had down from the Walking Dead series, Clementine. Yes, I absolutely, absolutely love this video game. I don't know if you've ever played it, but it's kind of based off of your choices. Oh, okay. So it's one of those type of games. Was it made um, by Telltale? Correct. Okay, yep, they're known for like making those choice-based yes, games. Awesome, I love all of them. Um, but I know in the first game or season, you play as Lee, which he kind of becomes her father in a way. Mm -hmm. And um, at first, Clementine's very frail. She's also very young. She's probably like eight years old, I'd say, when the mm -hmm. apocalypse starts. So she's very young and just scared and timid. And Lee teaches her how to survive, basically. I don't know. Can I say spoilers or no? <laughs> well, if you give the disclaimer, all right, spoiler. Yeah, so yeah, then go spoiler ahead. Spoiler alert for the next five, 10 seconds. <laughs> but at the end of the game, um, she unfortunately has to either leave Lee because he turn or he gets bit or kill him. And that's your decision. And I chose to kill him because who wants him to be a zombie? It's sad. But ever since then, she learned to be a skilled fighter and a tactical thinker she's super smart and lee helped her shape these characteristics and she just has ex excellent excellent character development and growth and i know um in the later games too she ends up being by herself for a while and she's still very young like 10 to 12 years old and she's roaming these streets on her own and at one point, I know she even takes in a baby and takes care of the baby while she's also fighting zombies. So it's wow. a really, really, really good game. And she is awesome. So then you go down. So now we're hitting your Resident Evil series. And the first one was Miss Wong. So yes. what do you what do you <laughs> like about her? Ada Wong. She is super, super, super mysterious. And I think. A lot of women can have that quality like women like being mysterious in a way, I guess. Mm -hmm. But I also love how she plays good cop, bad cop. She's usually working for the villains trying to obtain the virus or whatever else it may be. Oh, wow. But she's also trying to help out our protagonist, Leon Kennedy, of course, a big face of the franchise. Mm -hmm. It's said that they have like 
a um, romantic connection, but we're never really sure. But she's always saving her butt, getting him out of sticky situations, but she's also working for the bad guys. So it's kind of an interesting dynamic. But she is also super agile and flexible. And she also has her like grappler gun. It's got like the hook on it. And I know that's one of her things. It's in like every game that she's in. <laughs> it's like her main, I guess, weapon or weapon of choice. Not a weapon, but she always has it. So she's always getting herself out of sticky situations, jumping over things, climbing up things. She's also another character like that. Then staying with Resident Evil, you got then Jill Valentine. So what's the difference between Jill and Ada? Well, Jill was in the very first video game for Resident Evil. She's one of the faces of the franchise, and she's probably the most recognizable female from Resident Evil. She's also known for being kind of witty and funny, which I like. But she's just, again, she's a weapon specialist. She's smart. She's strong, as well as Ada. And I feel like all of these females kind of display the same characteristics. But everybody pretty much knows who Jill Valentine is. I feel like if you know the Resident Evil series, you will definitely know who Jill is. So would you say then that like ada jill i guess from female characters from they're the top two or what about like how does claire fit into the female characters of resident evil i think claire would probably be two because she's in quite a few games and she is the sister of chris redfield which is probably the main face of the franchise so she's the little sister of chris and she i know she shows up in re2 i believe Mm -hmm. And she is going to Raccoon City to find her brother, and she ends up meeting Leon Kennedy, which I had mentioned earlier. And they're kind of stuck in this zombie outbreak together, and they get separated. And she ends up meeting Sherry Birkin, which she's also on my list. Mm -hmm. uh, and her parents uh, created or helped create um, Umbrella, which is the pharmaceutical company that. Um, created these viruses and bioweapons <laughs> so unfortunately sherry gets infected but she has a mutation so she's very very sick in resident evil 2 and she's still a child so she can't really do much so claire takes the role of her protector and they become very 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 close and sherry will remain close with uh, leon and claire for the rest of the franchise so Claire's also very, very compassionate and because she cares so much for her brother and Sherry and her and Leon are really, really good friends. So that's another great quality about her. Do all of the women in Resident Evil, do they all work together like Sherry and Claire and or do they all go their separate ways? They all kind of well, sometimes they work for different organizations. But they all, our guests, are fighting for the same cause. The same cause. To, I guess what yeah. would be that same cause for people who don't know residents? Um, just preventing outbreaks. And if there is one, get rid of them all. <laughs> fair, fair, fair enough. Any other Resident Evil characters that we need to hit on before we go to a different franchise on the list? 
I do have Sheva Alomar. Okay. I absolutely, absolutely loved Resident Evil 5. It came out when I was like nine. I played that game every single day. I would wake up early before school and I would beat it <laughs> almost every day. <laughs> I love that game. And I think that's why she makes my list. She's not one of the most recognizable characters mm-hmm. from the Resident Evil series. But Resident Evil 5 is the first, I guess, co-op game. So she's with Chris Redfield, Claire's brother, and they're in Africa. She's a native African oper- operative, and she works against uh, anti-bioterrorism. And I guess Resident Evil 5 kind of emphasizes partnership, and she's just an extremely great partner. Again, she's very compassionate. She constantly saves Chris, and he saves her. They have each other's back. She's also she cares a lot for her country and the infection that's going on there she wants to stop it and save her people she's very strong and agile and i think she's absolutely beautiful i always had like a little girl crush on her (laughs) (laughs) um ever since i was nine (laughs) but she just holds a special very special place in my heart like those are the games that really got me started and especially five. And then I kind of went back and played the other ones. But I absolutely love her. And you already hit a little bit on Sherry Birkin. So yeah, she she just grows to become a awesome survivor. And like I said, she has that mutation. So she has like regenerative abilities. So she is an excellent fighter. And Albert Wesker, he's a bad guy in the series um he has a son what oh my goodness what is his name let me look he's in resident evil sick jake his name is jake and i know they both have mutations because of course wesker the bad guy is going to infect his own son because he infected himself he's very selfish but he actually becomes a good guy and those two work hand in hand and they're pretty badass team (laughs) because like i said they're pretty much indestructible yeah she's just super strong and again a very compassionate character awesome awesome so then we go to person who a lot she needs no introduction herself uh chun li (laughs) from street fighter who is also a very famous female video game character yeah she was going to be my number two for that question you asked earlier oh okay see street fighter was before my time so i don't know too much about it but I know who Chun-Li is. She's very, very iconic. She's got the big thighs. Like I said, she was kind of pretty sexualized from the jump. Mm-hmm. But something interesting I learned was she was the first and only female playable character in Street Fighter 2. So that's kind of awesome, like making history. <laughs> that, is, that is a very big deal. And I know you talk about with her and also a lot of these women on the list they are very popular cosplay people yes for like cosplayers out there and i've even seen like people like Nicki minaj cosplay as chun li so yeah. that's another thing with the famous female video game characters the cosplayers love them a hundred percent i'm pretty sure Nicki minaj has a song called chun li yeah <laughs> yes yeah, she does she does <laughs> Which is crazy. So let's go. I do remember this was one of your favorite games too, Red Dead Redemption 2. So you got 
Sadie Alder. Is that how you say her name? Sadie Adler. Sadie Adler. So what is about Miss Sadie Adler that makes her so special? Well, she was unfortunately widowed. Um, She lost her husband early in the game and she kind of comes into the group with Arthur and everyone else. At first, she's just very, very upset and throws a lot of fits and um, just kind of minds her own, I guess. Um, But as the game progresses, she kind of gains her confidence and she wants revenge. She is a very vengeful person. (laughs) And I think that's why I like her so much. She's super relentless, fearless, and she's strong. She's super outspoken. She don't take shit from nobody. She's also super, super loyal to Arthur, and they end up having a great relationship as friends. Um, She also gets a soft side for Arthur, but really nobody else. But she is awesome. She um, sharpshooter. She helps them out a lot with the missions. And yeah, she's pretty cool. I like how badass she is and just how relentless she is. So then you go from Red Dead 2 to The Last of Us series, and we got Ellie. Yes, Miss Ellie. So this was another character I'd say isn't very sexualized because she is a part of the LGBTQ commun- community. Okay. And it is confirmed in like the DLC that comes after the first game. Mm-hmm. So I love Ellie. These are another one of my all-time favorite games. And I know in the first Last of Us, she is um, found by um, Joel and she'd been bit, but she had a mutation of some sort and didn't turn. So the main goal was to get her to this hospital to try and make a vaccine. Mm -hmm. So throughout the first game, she is always very, like very, very mature. She cusses. She's kind of a smart ass, um, but she doesn't really have any fighting skills yet. So Joel kind of helps her mold those. And she honestly becomes a skilled survivalist. She's great with weapons and she can craft things. And she all she learned this all from Joel. And I know in the second game, she becomes relentless because we'll spoiler alert. (laughs) (laughs) These bad guys kill Joel. Oh, no. And um, that was her father figure for 10 years or so. I'd say I don't remember how long the uh, jump is between games. But, yeah, she wants revenge. She is super strong. In the end, it's a very, very powerful ending. I recommend everyone go play that game. The end is awesome. She's great. So then next you had the Uncharted female characters in their respective games. So if you want to talk about Elena and Chloe and how they're special. And so Elena becomes Nathan Drake's wife. Ooh. Um, she has been in the first game, which is Drake's Fortune. And she's in the last one, Uncharted 4 too. So I'm pretty sure she's been in every single one. She's super, super kind, compassionate, kind of timid and shy as well. 
Um, and she takes liking to our protagonist. Mm-hmm. They kind of are like our Laura Crofts in the video game world, where they're kind of explorers and archaeologists and cool things among that kind of topic. I like her intelligence. I think she's super smart. And I think that's another reason I like Laura Croft because intelligence is awesome. And I know Chloe, she was kind of portrayed as a sleaze a little bit. Um, Cause she and Drake, Nathan Drake also had a thing <laughs> in the oh, okay. They weren't like official, but you know, <laughs> okay, okay. Still, so they don't like each other. <laughs> at all oh, boy but chloe was another uh partner i guess once in a while you'd bump into her during the campaign and she'd help you out and she'd fight bad guys and punch them and shoot at them and they're both really good at that so i think that's why they're awesome so then you go from uncharted to mortal Kombat, and you had two girls who stuck out to you in the mortal Kombat series and I feel like most people would agree because these are the first two I think of, but Katana, of course, mm-hmm. and then Melina. I think they're pretty well known. You have Cassie Cage. Who else is there? See, those are the only three I could think of. I'm I haven't played too much Mortal Kombat, but I do. I I can tell you who Katana and Melina are. I think there's Sonya Blade as well. Yep. If I remember correctly, yeah, but. It, I would say with the Mortal Kombat women, they didn't pull any punches with the women with the fatalities because they got some intense fatalities as well. Oh, heck yeah. <laughs> they are definitely over-sexualized a bit, though. <laughs> yeah, and Mortal Kombat in the games, especially as graphics get better. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> the, over, the over-sexualization yes, does. Get, yes. Yeah, it gets more realer and realer on each gaming system. A hundred percent. And I know they're cosplayed a lot as well. Yeah, absolutely. And then you also had Naruto females from like video games. So like the normals, like the Tsunades, the Sakuras, uh, because obviously they're all strong in their own right in the video games. So from the people you listed, just throwing this out there, if you were to create the perfect female video game character for you, what traits would you want from the people you listed into your, that character? That is a great question. Man, <laughs> I love them all. So this is really tough. I like, I would like to be a mix of like Sadie Adler. Okay. And geez. Ah. <laughs> and Ada Wong, maybe. I like how mysterious Ada is, I think. It's cool how she plays good cop, bad cop. You never really know what's going on with her. She keeps you on your toes. She's super cool character. She's also another beautiful character. And Sadie, I love just how badass she is. She's relentless, outspoken. I love how she doesn't take shit from anybody. She's super, super loyal, which loyalty is huge. I even love Clementine. I'd like to be like her even because of her character growth. And she's super kind and compassionate. She takes care of babies. That would that would be me in the apocalypse. So I mean, <laughs> she's just tactical thinker. She's smart on her toes or on her feet. 
so like making the people that you mentioned and making like your ultimate female video game character we've talked about like the over sexualization would you like how would you then do their would you over sexualize the person like if you're if you have a render and you're making her or would you try to keep her modest like what would you do i would want to keep her more on the modest side okay you don't have to show boobs and butt to be a powerful female that is true really don't i mean sometimes it's nice to look at yeah sure we can all admire a beautiful female with a beautiful body mm -hmm. yes but you can also keep it modest like you said you don't have to show a bunch of cleavage or you don't have to have your butt coming out mm -hmm. things of that nature it's just unnecessary oh, i agree i agree and just from like the flip side from these powerful female characters do you think male video gamers respect them as much as you or only see them for the over sexualization or the cosplay stuff i think it's a good mixture of both i okay. think that the reason they do make them that attractive is to kind of help lure in these men but also if you're just a video game person in general like for resident evil for instance there's also male characters in there so i don't think they're just playing resident evil to see jill or claire or whoever it may be i think that yeah they're there and it may be nice to look at but they're also a huge 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 um player of the game and um yeah i just think it could be both i guess so then also too with just checking in because this is your first podcast since your very first one i think it's really yes yeah so it's been a minute so yes. how has the gaming community been treating you as a woman <laughs> since that since that last podcast you had it's not any different okay, <laughs> unfortunately okay and I know I see on TikTok, I don't know if you're ever on there, but I like to watch the female gamers on there sometimes and mm -hmm. they'll mess around with the guys. And it is hilarious because some of these girls do not take shit. They're destroying these guys, which I love to see. <laughs> and they are letting them know that they're getting their ass beat by a female and it hurts their ego so much. And I just love to see it. <laughs> I just love it. But some men are just so, 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 so mean. As soon as they take their, uh, put their mic on and start talking and they know that that person's a female, it is over, game over for you. Because they are going to either harass you the whole map, sexually, by words. Um, <laughs> I don't know. It's just, yeah, it's, it's the same. Like I said, I don't really... Um, put my mic on because I don't like to be in that situation. I'm just kind of there to enjoy it. Mm -hmm. But if I do start streaming, which I'd love to, I'm definitely going to have to and I'm going to have to talk to my followers or people watching my videos. So gotcha, gotcha. I feel like that. I feel like that'd be a good one for your next like episode, your top female Twitch streamers. I would be willing to do that. That would be awesome. Like, I feel like that'd be to build off of what you just said of them kicking dudes butts and getting salty about <laughs> it. I feel like we should definitely then highlight the girls who are kicking dudes butts and making them feel salty about it. 
for sure. I don't know specific names since I do watch it on TikTok. So I'm kind of just like scrolling through, mm-hmm. but I can definitely go and find their like own accounts or channels. The only one that I could think of right now is Pokimane, just because I used to watch Fortnite. Like I feel a like lot. she's she's the top one though. I feel like she is the top yeah, one. Yeah, she is. But she gets a lot um, of hate too. Oh, she does. I know she was just part of a uh, some controversy with um, Ninja. Yeah, well, well, he's said some things about not working with uh, women, yeah, women gamers. Because of respect of his wife, which that's a whole that's a whole episode in itself. Oh but. my goodness. That's just a bunch of BS. <laughs> and I'm not a big fan of him. I think he's a douche. <laughs> well each their own, each their own. I mean, I'm indifferent about him. I I just know he makes a whole bunch of money. Oh, oh yes, he does. <laughs> I so. used to kind of watch him. Like I, mm-hmm. I used to like Fortnite and I would watch her play once in a while and yeah, the men under her comments are nasty also. I don't know if you've ever seen like her Twitter, like all the people. I've, I've seen the Twitter, yeah. Hmm. I feel bad for her. <laughs> That's rough. Well, Carly, since it is Women's History Month here on the L7C, we're making sure the women get the last word on their episode. So take it away. Yeah, so first off, happy International Women's Month. I just want to let women know, or even little girls know, that you can do anything. You're capable of anything. You can do anything a man can. You're beautiful. You are smart. You are powerful. And if you like video games, keep playing it. Who cares what men have to say? Because, I mean, this this episode is about video games. There's nothing wrong with being a girl gamer. It is so much fun. And um, keep doing it. Keep being a powerful female. And yes, thank you all for watching the podcast. Like, comment, and subscribe. Thank you for listening to this episode of the L7C Podcast. Be sure to like, rate, review, and subscribe to the channel. Follow us on all social media platforms. And we'll be talking to you guys soon. Take care.